Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gargoyle Podcast. I'm Nathan, a.k.a. the Gargoyle. And I'm Eric, a.k.a. the Chimerican. And tonight is night 57 of 60 Days of Halloween. Oh my god, we only have like three days left. It's it's sad, but I'm also very thrilled. I don't know what I'm going to do as soon as the podcast is over. It's not It's not going to be over. It's not like we're getting yeah. to the end and like I know, it's ending what, it's the podcast. I, it, it sounds like a moratorium on the podcast <laughs> or something. Like, we're just... We're done. Like, I always feel like we're breaking up with the podcast. I know. Whenever we talk about how many days are left. Just like, well, it's been a great run, but, uh, you know, summer's almost over, and we we had fun, and the, yeah. Just going to shut down the server, shut down the website. Like, <laughs> you got to get in there before, it's before like, Halloween. I'll, I'll, I'll write you podcast. Really, I will. <laughs> it's not you, podcast. It's us. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's night 57 of 60 Days of Halloween, and uh, we are still continuing on with fear of being a bad horror movie geek week, which was way too long of a week title. At, no, at this perfect. point, At this point in it. the two months, it's like, I am tired of words. I should have called <laughs> it something shorter, because every single time I say it, I have to stop and actually like think through, like, crap, what did we call this week? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's great, though. Yeah. It does take me a second. I'm like, wait, what is it again? Because at first, <laughs> like when I did it the other day, when I was typing it up on Twitter, I was like, I just put bad horror geek week. And I was like, wait a minute. This is a fear. So I forgot I have to throw in fear in there. Yeah. And it's horror movies. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, it, today's not quite as embarrassing as yesterday. Although we are talking about your fear. So I'm going to make today way more embarrassing than yesterday was. Just because yeah, just, I have to. Yeah. Because it's not really uh t- tonight we're talking about child's play yeah child's play a movie that it's still kind of surprising to me that i've never seen this movie because of the prior information that we'll get into but yeah it it's super weird because like especially the time that it came out you know like the exorcist was before I mean, you know maybe not i keep forgetting sometimes that you're younger than i am so well i mean the i, I was born in the 90s i was born in 91 so like the child's play series is still going pretty strong yeah, but just in terms of the first one and the, the first one's it. I love the first one so much. Uh, all right. Yeah. So we're going to do the same thing that we do on all the reviews. Prior information, technical components, emotional aspect, rewatchability and recommendation. Um, so. Uh, so, yeah, Eric, who has never seen Child's Play before. What's wrong <laughs> with you? It's not as bad as Exorcist. Um, True. What True. Uh, what prior information? do you have about child's play so here's what's what's interesting about this is this movie uh, like of all the horror icons i think that chucky was the most infamous among my group of friends growing up at least like when we were in like elementary school middle school um like he was the one first of all he's the one who just terrified me the most because like i was a kid and the thought of one of your toys coming to life and trying to murder you is absolutely terrifying also, I had a My Buddy doll, which is what <laughs> Chucky's kind of based on, are the My Buddy dolls. And right. so I remember just like staring at that thing intently, like, don't you move. Like, I like just being terrified of it moving toward me. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you could have a My Buddy doll after this movie. Yeah. Or even I don't, just, just being aware of this movie. I don't, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, it's just funny because I remember I had many friends and like, I had one friend in particular in like second or third grade who was my neighbor and his parents did not care what movies he watched, even though he was as young as Ian is now. <laughs> right. Which is mind blowing to me. Uh, so we were probably like eight or nine years old and he'd watched like all of the Chucky movies at that point. And he would, when we were playing outside, like he would recount the plot of 
plots of these movies to me and like I was fascinated by it but at the same time I was like I definitely can't watch that because it's terrifying so in a way I feel like it was almost more terrifying because I just knew about it and I, you know I've seen the Chucky dolls and everything and sure. they would just creep me out but yeah so that that made it even more terrifying I think is the fact that I never actually really saw them but just knew all about all of the things that happened in the movie because it's kind of funny because this is the first time I watched Child's Play, but like I knew a lot of the things that were happening. I was like, oh, I remember him telling me about the voodoo doll and you know what happens in the end. So it's just kind of funny. Did you know, uh, and spoilers, I guess, I don't know. We try to keep these mostly spoiler free, but this also is like the setup of the plot of, uh, of Child's Play. Did you know that he was possessed by some other dude? Yeah. I okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly had forgotten that. Like, from what I remembered, it was just Chucky came alive. But, uh, yeah, totally forgot that it was, yeah. like, a serial killer that possessed it. So, and then the last bit of my prior information is I have actually seen um, most of Bride of Chucky. I don't mm-hmm. remember if I've seen the whole thing or not. And then I've seen a good bit of Child's Play 3 for some reason. I feel like I was just staying the night at a friend's house and we watched parts of Child. That was the one where they're in, like, a boot camp or, like, a military thing or something what's with you and watching like later versions of the movie and or like later ones in the series it's because i grew up in the the 90s i grew up in the 90s so most of these movies are 80s movies and they got shitty sequels in the 90s so like people just showed me the shitty sequels and so like i just happened to be there i never saw these movies out because i hated horror movies and they terrified me so like i just saw bits (laughs) and pieces of movies and now you have come to the dark side yes So, yeah, and it's funny because I kind of had low expectations for this movie going into it. Like, I was excited and I really wanted to like it. But I was like, I mean, it's child's play. Like, it's a story about a two-foot doll that I feel like as an adult, I feel like as an adult I wouldn't be that terrified of it. Right. Because it's a it's a doll that I could just kick across the room, like punt it across <laughs> the room and everything would be fine. So, I going into it, I was like, this is probably just going to be whatever, but I was really wanting to like it, so. I, I love the logic of, um, of like, who Chucky is able to kill and who can fight off Chucky. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so dumb. It's like, okay, a single mom and a kid are able to fight off this demon doll, but, like, people who are actually supposed to be able to protect themselves, no, they're going to die. Yeah, they just, yeah, they, they either die or they go down for an extremely long period of time where you're sitting there like, dude, you just got, like, stabbed in the leg. You're, like, you shouldn't be unconscious right now. It, he was just lazy. Just like, oh, no, thing. I, I was stabbed. Oh, you're going to have to take care of this yeah, one. Yeah, you guys oh, got this. I'm just going to take a nap. Uh, yeah, so my prior information is I did actually see this one as a kid. Or, you know, like, kiddish. I might have been a teenager. I don't remember exactly when I saw it. But I remember thinking, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I don't know when exactly I saw it, but I was old enough to not be scared by it. But too young to fully appreciate it for everything that it was. So it caught me at a really, just a really weird time to be watching horror movies because, yeah, like it wasn't Freddy Krueger or, you know, uh, Mike Myers. It was just, it's Chucky, whatever. It's a doll. This is dumb. <laughs> was my prior information and I don't think that I'd watched it since then. Um, I don't think that I've actually seen any of the sequels either. Oh, like I, I have all of them now, but I never saw them that I, that I can remember. I might've caught bits and pieces of them, you know, like when they were on HBO or like, you know, TNT in the early two thousands when they would yeah, <laughs> replay horror movies more than what of, they should. Yeah. I think that's how I saw like Bride of Chucky and stuff and maybe Child's Play three because I, 
because I remember catching bits and pieces of it, but I feel like they were censored. Maybe like I, f- I feel like that's how I watched it was on TV. Well, and it's the kind of horror movie that you can get away with playing censored and not actually lose too much. Yeah, at, at least based on the first one. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's that's my prior information is I've seen it before, but didn't really remember liking it all that much. Which I love the fact that I didn't like it the first time that I saw it because I went into this movie with almost as low of expectations as not knowing anything about it. Yeah. Which is wonderful because I loved this movie. Yeah, I actually, I really enjoyed this movie a lot more than I expected to. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, all right, so what what do you think of Chucky, or sorry, Child's Play from a uh, technical standpoint? It's funny that it's called Child's Play to me. First yeah, there's of all, no reason for it to be called Child's Play. Well, it was ri- it originally had a different title that I feel. Oh, it was originally called Batteries Not Included. <laughs> but then Steven Spielberg was like, "Bro, no, this is my that's my movie title. You're gonna have to find your own." And they're I, like, "Fine." I love that that was gonna be its title. Because uh, yeah, batteries not included. That's also a fun movie. The whole yeah, it is a fun movie. But like the scene that that title came from is kind of hilarious. Like it's such a hilarious twist in the movie. But batteries are included. I know that's true. But they're not (laughs) included. That's even dumber. They're not. (laughs) Batteries not included, (sighs) except for the fact that they are. They're just not included inside the doll dum 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 to subvert your expectations anywho um (laughs) so yes yeah it's just funny because i always think of it as chucky rather than child's play um but no so technical the most surprising thing about this movie is that i actually think it's really scary on a technical side i think it's pretty scary like it scarier than i expected at least because so for me like going into it i was like again I am a full-grown, six-foot-tall man, and this doll is a third of my size. I would just punt that motherfucker across the room <laughs> and be done with it. Sure. But, like, they, the movie does a really good job of making it scary because, for the most part, it's not like a full frontal... He's not like Jason or whomever where they just, like, brutalize their opponents or whatever, just, like come at you and then they're not an unstoppable force like Chucky actually has to be kind of crafty and he like hides in certain places and he gets into places where you can't reach him and so like they do a really good job of making it feel like um, he could be anywhere at any time yeah in a way Um, and I really like that about it there are later on in the movie when it gets a little bit more actiony it is kind of like okay let's just throw him across like (laughs) seriously this is kind of ridiculous that you're fighting the doll yeah, the, it doesn't explain uh, like does he have his normal human strength or something? Like I don't get it, how that's supposed to work. It never explains it. Yeah, the um see the action sequences where he's actually killing people, not scary at all. No, they're not. It's the other stuff around it, which um you know what, that's gonna fall in the uh, emotional side for me, a yeah. little bit more than technical, so I'll wait to get to that. Yeah, I, I actually I know where you're coming from because I'm gonna get into that too. Um, about what Chucky himself was scarier than I expected, but then the movie itself had some other underlying fears that were a lot scarier than I expected. Yeah, there's a there's one scene in particular that I did not remember at all, and like I feel like this movie is almost a kids horror movie. I mean, not really. There's some pretty serious stuff, but. You know, it's kind of in that sort of like PG-13, it you know, like be, a 13-year-old watching it. I think it would be if it wasn't for how like profane Chucky is. Like well, Brad Dorif's performance in this movie is fantastic. Like he's the reason, he's part of the reason why Chucky himself is so scary because he's such an unrepentant. Like most of these horror, 
icons don't really talk. And he's just such an over the top, like he's gleeful about how much he loves killing people. Yeah. Like he has that amazing laugh that is super creepy. That's not even the darkest thing though. Like there's one scene no, that we'll get not. into that is just like, I, I did not remember that scene and it is um, kind of terrifying in ways that I wasn't really expecting. Mm. Um, yeah, technically like, okay. So purely from the Chucky doll, I, I know that part of it was like stop motion and animatronics and puppetry mm. and, just from watching it, there had to have been some scenes where it was like a kid in a mask. No, or there's something. like a there's definitely a few scenes where there's a a stunt double. I don't know if it's a kid or what, which is kind of creepy. Just thinking about like telling a kid to dress up as that terrifying doll. Yeah, but like I don't know which scene is which. Like there there are some scenes like okay, that's clearly animatronics. Like at the end, <laughs> there's other scenes where it's like okay, that feels like it's stop motion. Mm. I guess. But, but yeah, like purely from a technical standpoint of the practical effects of this movie, it, it worked. It really does. Like, it's fantastic. Some of the animatronics, like, I honestly figured it wouldn't hold up. I really yeah. did, didn't think it would hold up. But especially with, like, the facial expressions and the animatronics, they're really good. And I read, too, that what they do, they actually had a rig set up to where an actor would just wear it on his face and it kind of almost like motion capture. Right. And that's how, like, whatever he did with his face is what the doll did. That is Which amazing. Which is crazy to think that they had that kind of technology in, in the 80s. That yeah, was on IMDb this, trivia. I guess it could be wrong, but... It's... IMDb is never wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, this movie came out in 88, and, like, there are a lot of things done from the practical effects standpoint that it's like, this is still what you would do today if you were doing a practical effects horror movie, mm. especially with something like a murderous little doll. And, yeah, like, it's... And part of what I love so much about that in terms of like why it still holds up and why I still think that the Chucky doll itself is kind of terrifying is even in the scenes where it didn't look too realistic, it's not supposed to because it's supposed to be a doll. A doll, yeah. So like if it's moving a little like herky-jerky or if it isn't quite getting the facial features down correctly, it's like, well, yeah. Because it's a doll, it's an actual doll. Yeah, you can it can be a little bit more forgivable. But even like even if it wasn't like, because I guess the logic is he's supposed to be becoming more human or something. Yeah, it still really holds up well, though. I feel like even if you don't even have to justify it as oh, it's a doll. That's why it looks cheesy. It yeah. looks good. It's very surprising. The uh, the acting overall, I feel like, was pretty solid. Not not yeah. the best, you know. It's, it's really not. Good. I'm Oscar actually worthy. surprised. The kid that plays or Andy, the kid. There are a few scenes like when he gets angry or upset, where he seems like he's kind of being coached. But he's so adorable and he's so sweet and like. This is what's so scary to me about the movie. Like what's really scary about it is not. Well, we're we're, we're going to get into that. Know, the okay, emotional. Right, hold right, off, right, hold off on that because yeah, that's exactly where I'm, I'm so going to go with it as well. Uh, Chris Sarandon, I think, was great. Um, yep, Jack Skellington <laughs> as a cop. He's, or, you know, um, the vampire from Fright Night as a cop. Yeah. Or Prince Humperdinck on the right side of Oh, yeah, things. that's right. He is Prince Humperdinck. I forgot about that. <laughs> He's great. Uh, yeah, like, I, I feel like overall the acting was pretty solid. But more importantly, it was directed by Tom Holland, who also wrote and directed uh, Fright Night. Mm. And I love Fright Night. I love Fright Night so much. And uh, seen it. That would have been a good one oh, to put on our God, bad for Geek Week. I almost feel like Child's Play is more 
it's more iconic than Fright Night. I think that Fright Night yeah. is a better movie, but I think there's a, probably a lot of people who have never seen Fright Night. There or like, like if you... well Fright Night sequels. Yeah, or just like even the uh, the name of the vampire. If you were to list him by name, people would be like, who, who, what, mm. what are you talking about? But when you say Chucky, even out of context, they're like, Ugh. wait, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, like people already know just that murderous little doll. Um... Yeah, so Tom Holland has done like a lot of horror and and I feel like Chucky is a solid entry in his horror lineup. No, I think so. I think that Tom Holland and um Don Mancini, the writer who kind of took over the franchise after and like some of the sequels. Yeah. They deserve a lot of credit for making this work because if you think about think about being like hired on as the director of a horror movie about a toy. Like <laughs> That's just such a ridiculous concept. It's yeah. not just about a toy, but there's like some weird like voodoo shit in there and like you have to deal with a child actor who's like who realizes that Chucky is alive but nobody believes him and like just the whole concept is nuts to think about. Like I can't imagine many directors would even consider making this movie cuz they're like no, it just won't work. Yeah. But these guys make it work and it's it's extremely impressive to me even if the movie isn't perfect or like fantastic or whatever, it's still incredibly impressive that they made it work because they actually play the horror pretty straight. Like yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot more humorous. It does have some in there, but I guess because I saw Bride of Chucky first, which is definitely more satirical, I expected it to be more like that. But no, like this is actually a pretty, it's, it's kind of subtle too in the beginning. Like it takes about 45 minutes before they even confirm that Chucky is alive yeah well and like that's one of the things that i really like about the direction that they took it is they did include humor and Mm -hmm. the parts that are funny i don't know if i would say that they made me laugh but they at least made me chuckle yeah um breaks up the tension a little bit but they didn't play it as a comedy so like they took it seriously as there is a murderous doll and you should be scared of him yeah and the the humor was from chucky like having some of that maniacal fun with being an evil little possessed doll. And so like uh, the scene where he's stabbing through the car seat oh, man. and he almost stabs Chris Randon in the balls. That's funny. Yeah. Because you know that Chucky was just laughing about like, ha yeah. if I can't kill him, I'll at least do this. I love that scene. That's like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. This movie almost feels like an action movie at times. Like the <laughs> opening, the movie begins with a shootout. And and it's a pretty good one too. Yeah. Like it's really well done. And then that car scene is amazing. I love it so much. Well, and the um, such a great little set piece. And the ending too is like uh, just basically like a knockdown drag out fight with this toy doll sort of. Well, and uh, Brad Dorf, the guy that played uh, Chucky, he reminded me a little bit of Andy Circus. Like yeah. not not a lot, but like just a little bit. Where I was like, is that no? It can't be. This, this movie is way too old. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, like it it's it it's got great horror, ish, which we'll get to in just a second. Uh, it it's fun. It took itself seriously, but without taking itself too seriously. Yeah. And um, yeah, like technically, this movie is just a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, there's a there are a few nitpicky things where like characters do dumb things, or they're like they do so dumb things, or they're like, hey, Andy, can you go into the other room where we were just fighting this scary doll and go get me some band aids? Sure, mom. <laughs> now, dumb. I I will say this from the technical standpoint, even though we already mentioned some of the animatronics, 
One major, major, major spoiler, because this is the very end of the movie, but it's a 30-year-old movie at this point. Who cares? When they throw him in the fire, oh my god. Like, the the pure technical component of that is just, yeah. oh god, it's so good. The way that he looks afterward is incredible. Uh-huh. It is, incre- it is, it is so creepy. Yeah. It's terrifying. That Chucky haunts my nightmares. Regular Chucky, eh, whatever. That was one of the things I knew about, too, like, going in. Like, oh, well, I didn't know about it ahead of time. I'd forgotten. But when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, I totally remember somebody telling me about the end of this movie. I remember him. I remember <laughs> knowing this at one point in my life. Every time that Chucky gets shot, which is a lot over the course of the movie, I love how he just, like, is flung back like a ragdoll. It's, <laughs> it's so great. It's so awesome. Well, and I love, too, like, it's in most of, like, almost all of these slasher series do this where they make the killer this unstoppable like no matter how many times you shoot them or kill them or whatever they always come back but in this movie it makes sense yeah and i love that they just keep hammering it down like he's he just keeps coming back over and over and over again yeah it's awesome well and i love the fact that like there is the line uh at one point in the movie about like he's hurt and so I love the fact that uh yeah Chucky is not invincible and he is at least he is at least receiving like some pain for yeah. the evil that he's causing. So it's not like he's just aha, I can do whatever oh, I yeah, want. He definitely, aha. he definitely suffers whenever he gets hurt. Yeah. Which uh you know, he deserves it. Yeah. Murderous little doll. Also last thing, I'm sorry. Oh no, you're good. Technical. I just have to say this is I have to throw my it's a little tiny criticism. Sure. I think the middle of the movie drags a little bit. Whenever they get into that kind of investigation side of the movie, because it's investigating things that you... First of all, it's giving you answers to questions you don't really need an answer to. It's adding in too much new information that didn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And it's it's one of those things, too, where it's like a lot of the information we're finding out is information that the audience already knows. So it's just kind of clunkily done. And it also comes immediately after you get Chucky coming to life. And yeah. then it like stops the movie cold for a good... 10 or 15 minutes. I think that they could have included all of that information if there had been better pacing. So, like, if they had had a little bit more voodoo before the shootout, which yeah. then you wouldn't have opened on that action sequence. But Yeah, like, it's something I don't know how I would fix it, but it do, it was something that, like, as I was watching, I was like, man, this is kind of... It kind of bothered me a little bit. It did slow the pacing down a little bit because as soon yeah. as you're, like, really getting into it, then it just slows down for a good chunk of the movie. There, there either needed to be a little bit more uh, at the front end of the movie... So that what you get later on is paying off the setup. Yeah. Or they should have just like rearranged where some of it happened or just like could have broken it up a little bit. Took it out. Because. Yeah. Yeah. It's not horrible. I mean, it doesn't make me hate the movie or anything, but it is. It was noticeable. Well, I mean, like even with the unnecessary introduction of um, of the voodoo guy, which. I mean, there was enough frustration with me already of just like, seriously, the only African-American character in this entire movie, you're going to make him all voodoo-y. Yeah. Bugged me a true. little bit. But that's like, a great scene, though, with the Like, it's a great doll. scene, but you don't need it because you, you... He has one scene in the movie, and that's it. And it's yeah. just like, they, we didn't need that. I mean... Yeah, I agree. But whatever, nitpicky stuff, and it's like, eh, this is detracting from the movie a little bit. But, still emotional side, it's fun. Yeah. 
So uh, what, what what do you think of the movie emotionally? It's also very scary. Like, okay, so <laughs> emotionally, here's what really scares me about the movie um, is the idea of a child being manipulated by a murderer that nobody else believes in. Yep. It's almost like... So last night, after I watched Child's Play, um, we were sitting at the dinner table and Owen had one of his toys and he was like, he has, he's has a very active imagination. Owen's my youngest son. He's five. He has a very active imagination and he likes to pretend that his toys are real and he talks to them. Sure. And he was sitting there looking at his toy and he put it up to his ear. Like it was whispering in his ear. And then he responded to it very ambiguously. Not like he wasn't talking to me or trying to make anybody else in the room aware of what was being said. He was just responding to something that the toy told him. And I was like, this is the creepiest thing <laughs> right after watching Child's Play because that's what happens in this movie is like this killer is manipulating this kid and he knows that nobody will believe the kid if he's like, oh, my toy's alive. And then he makes him do all of these things where he's like, go- he's only supposed to be six years old in this movie too. And he's like going out into these awful neighborhoods by himself. And like, I don't know. It's terrifying though to think about how easy it is to manipulate children and to think about like who you're leaving your children with. And I don't know, like that part of the movie just really gets to me. Well, and even beyond just the, who are you leaving your kids with? But like a kid experiencing something and no one believing them that, yeah, that's the other part of it is like, I, I already have, have a hard time with this with my kids where like, my oldest son has lied to me often enough to where I'm always skeptical of pretty much anything he tells me. Yeah. And, but I don't want to accuse him of lying because I know like how hurtful that is for a kid to like truly be trying to tell you something. And then like, they think that you're, that you don't believe them. Yeah. Well, and like there've been, (laughs) there've been way too many horror movies where the kid was right all along. I know. Yeah, exactly too. And I mean, especially pairing this movie right after the exorcist of, you know, like there were these things happening to Reagan and even though she wasn't trying to explain what was happening, but like no one believed that she was possessed. Yeah. Now this kid saying, hey, here's this thing that is essentially possessed and no one believed him. Mm-hmm. And even though this movie doesn't address it in this aspect, like, you know, if the kid had been abused and like was trying to say, hey, this person abused me and everyone's just like, eh, we don't believe you. Yeah. You know, like it, later on in the movie, it shows him in jail, question mark, but also yeah, more of just like a psychiatric weird. institute. And yeah, yeah, like when someone doesn't believe a kid, it's not like, okay, how do we get at the bottom of what this kid is trying to tell us? It's he's crazy. Let's just lock him up. And yeah. so like those were the things that was so frightening to me is what do you do when a kid genuine, genuinely believes something and you think that it's complete hooey? Like how how do you respond to those situations? And yeah, and then another yeah. thing too is like they kind of get at that with the ending where it's like this happened to us, this traumatic experience happened to us and nobody is going to believe that it ever happened. Yeah. So like I after the movie ended, I was like, man, that kid is going to grow up and have so many psychological issues because of this experience. Yeah. Well, and it would be so easy like look at this movie through the lens of some of the other movies that we've seen. And specifically, I'm thinking about Joshua, like way way back in the very <laughs> beginning, so long ago, where he was doing things to manipulate those around him and there was a little bit of ambiguity of what was really happening. Mm. In Child's Play, we know it's really happening, but 
if this movie had never actually shown Chucky alive, like if all of it was just from his point of view, or if all of it was stuff happening off screen, as an audience, we wouldn't know, is the doll really alive? Or is the kid kind of turning into an yeah. evil kid and doing mm. things and blaming this doll? And like, yeah, th- this movie could have just shifted slightly and been even more terrifying because if you don't actually see the doll alive, you'd be watching it as, Psh, well, obviously the kid is doing it. Yeah. Why, exactly. why is anyone believing him? Just lock him up. But if it was actually the doll, so like because of how it's presented, again, it makes it very clear to the audience, but it, it could have gone the other way very easily. Yeah. And it could have been just as terrifying. And yeah, the, the whole like no one believing the kid and thinking that he's crazy thing is what was the most terrifying to me. Yeah. Um, and again, even though Chucky himself wasn't scary, the kid being at home when his mom's best friend died is terrifying. Gosh, I know, man. That's the first, like, as whenever that happens, like, the first thing I was like, oh, my God, now he's alone in that house yeah. with that doll. The the mom trying to save her son and trying to get the at the bottom of what happened and almost getting raped in the alley is terrifying. That's the scene that I was referencing earlier of forgotten about it forgotten how dark this movie goes yeah because it wasn't just implied you hear the zipper come undone and like like i i wonder how much actually happened if this was real life not just a movie because the timing between him unzipping his pants to chris sarandon like kicking him in the nuts that was long enough of a scene to have at least something happen yeah and that makes that movie so much darker. Because it wasn't just like, zip, yank, kick. Yeah. It was like, zip, just, oh, no, you got something for me, all right. Hey, 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 hey. Just that. Yeah. Mm, no, I, I am uncomfortable with how long of a scene that was. I was, too. Yeah, that was really unexpected for me, too, that, that yeah. whole alleyway thing. It was, I almost think it shouldn't have been in the movie. Well, but. And- I mean, it's not, it's, it's pretty short and I mean, it doesn't seem like anything happens, but I don't know, man. I, I think the scene went on long enough for something to have happened. And like, here's the worst part about that scene. And this isn't me hating on the movie. It's like, ah, man, this is why that scene got me the entire time that she's in the alley and like talking to various homeless people. Like, Hey, have you seen this guy? Do you know who he is? She talks to a lot of people and like, they're all just kind of sad homeless, you know, like they aren't presented as dangerous. Mm. They're just kind of there and I'm feeling bad for them. And it's just like, man, this sucks. But Hey, at least they're presenting these people as just people, you know, like they're a couple making out and it's just like, all right, that's cool. You know, yeah, you, you're really down on your luck, but at least you're finding love question mark. Cause they both seemed into it. And like, they're <laughs> yeah, that, so it, it, seemed, <laughs> it seemed consensual. It, it was hopefully consensual. <laughs> yes. And then it gets to that scene and it's just like, oh, 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 no, like that. No, there's the Why? stereotype we were expecting. That's just, oh, that's just wrong. Oh, no. Yeah. So that that scene went on way longer than I thought it would. Yeah. It's still not super long, though. No. But yeah, I, it, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um, the, the kills were interesting question mark yeah they are it wasn't as violent like as graphically violent as i expected yeah um but they were definitely kind of clever in some some ways there weren't really a whole lot of them either i guess yeah one 
two like a body count of maybe five or six yeah yeah i mean it's it's relatively low mm-hmm. especially for like a late 80s horror movie with a demonic doll yeah could have been a lot worse i'm sure they upped the body count in all the sequels i i assume so and plus the sequels just end up getting silly yeah i know but that's that's why i kept thinking like this movie is gonna be a lot sillier than it is but uh yeah uh yeah so from an emotional standpoint i think that this movie is a solid horror movie yeah it's i i think that it's scary maybe not necessarily for the reasons that it was intended to be scary it is definitely dark and uh it's it's just a lot of fun no i agree it's it's fun like i like the characters a lot more than i expected to like um and i i think it's a much better movie than it gets credit for like i, I know so it's too. considered like iconic but it does seem to be kind of on a lesser level than something like halloween or nightmare on elm street or friday the 13th maybe not friday the 13th but it does seem to be kind of like held to a lower standard than those other movies and i think it's actually pretty like i actually i like this movie better than friday the 13th actually <gasps> blasphemy yeah i know uh i I, th- I, pu- I would put them both in the same they're pretty much of kind of watching yes yeah, but i enjoyed this one more i think i guess yeah. you're so you are so wrong i know but, i gave but, them the same score but like yeah but remove I, the fact that it was a doll and like replace replace the doll with just a straight up serial killer and this movie still works and like that's where um when i said they took the movie like they took themselves seriously but without taking themselves too seriously mm. like that's what i mean by it they played the horror genuine and serious but they were also like yeah we've got a doll possessed with voodoo so let's just have fun with it yeah exactly and and they succeeded it is a really fun movie i uh i enjoy child's play it, it made me want to watch the sequels that's funny that was exactly what i was about to lead into with rewatchability hey how rewatchable is child's play yes <laughs> 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 no like this is actually <laughs> you know it's probably a good thing that we're almost at the point of taking a break so we're just like yeah movies yep. fun bye cool. <laughs> i'd watch it sure how how rewatchable i think it's pretty rewatchable yeah i mean like it's a movie that i actually kind of want to buy i want to buy the whole series just so i can have them and watch them whenever i want to like i don't know how often i would go back and rewatch it but it's one where like i feel like if i could get the hankering to watch it then i would be like yeah i want to watch it now like and it makes me want to see the sequels like i'm sure they're not as good although like i like i I find the progression of the sequels to be interesting because it starts off being, you know, kind of serious, like at least seriously trying to scare you. Right. And then the second and third ones kind of apparently get more campy from what I've read. And then you get Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky, I think, where it's like just getting really over the top goofy where it's like dolls having sex and making a baby (laughs) and getting married. And it's just really weird. Hey, you know what? Dolls got to live. Yeah. Well, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> but then they've got two other sequels that have that are more recent that I totally forgot about that apparently kind of go back to like the darker, more serious roots of the original, but are also kind of like a a meta thing, almost mm-hmm. like new not like Wes Craven's New Nightmare with the Nightmare on Elm Street series, right? So like I was reading about them earlier, and I was I I'm very interested in seeing all the sequels to this movie. Yeah, like I I feel like Child's Play is super rewatchable. Maybe not something. It might not be something that I say I am like totally in the mood to rewatch Child's Play. Yeah. But it's rewatchable in the sense that it is an easy rewatch. Yeah. You know, like if it if I went home and it was on cable and I was flipping through channels and I was like, oh, Child's Play. Like, you know, I'd, I'd leave it there, even though I just watched it. Mm. I'd, I'd watch it again. 
it's not something like jaws or um jaws or trimmers or jaws or pieces or jaws that like i want to rewatch immediately but it was an easy enough movie to watch that it could be rewatched and uh, and st- and still be enjoyable yeah so like we don't really have a specific scale on our rewatchability. It's more of just you know, in what circumstances do we want to rewatch it? And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's it, it's fun. It's creepy. It wouldn't be something that I watched with young kids, especially because of like the rape scene. Yeah, but I mean, it's something that I don't know. I I don't know. It's it's fun. It's not the best, but it's fun. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Who who do you recommend? Uh, it's funny because I like when it, before I watched the movie, I actually expected to be recommending it to younger horror fans, not young, not like right. little kids, but you know, like maybe if you're like in that kind of tween age area, you're starting to get into horror movies because I feel like you have, I thought that you would have to be a younger person to find it scary. Um, but then I watched it and I was like, you know, this is actually like, I feel like this is a movie that again, it just, you need to check it off the list. Like if you're a horror fan in general, You'll probably dig Child's Play. I mean, I think it's a movie that just about every kind of horror movie fan should watch. Yeah. it's It lives up to, like, Chucky's kind of become this unlikely horror icon. And, you know, he, I really thought that it was just like, oh, it's just the idea of Chucky that's scary to people or the way that he looks. Not necessarily the quality of his movies. But, I mean, like, he, I think the movie really lives up to its reputation. Yeah. Like, I, um, even though you said really it is. better than his reputation, I guess. Even though you said, like, it is definitely not for people who uh, have to be younger to be scared by it. Um, yeah. Like, I'm kind of that exact opposite as well. Where the people that I recommend it for. Or let me, let me say this uh, this way instead. I feel like in order to appreciate Chucky, you have, sorry, Child's Play, <laughs> you have to already have a love and appreciation for like 80s slashers. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you get why those movies work, then you're able to get why Chucky works. You just also have to, again, be able to have a little fun with the fact that it's a doll. Um, but but yeah, like I recommend it for anyone who enjoys late 80s, early 90s slashers because that's... Like rewatching Chucky put me in the mood to watch other late '80s horror movies, and yeah, it probably helps that I very recently watched *Fright Night*. But it was like, okay, now I want to watch the Chucky sequel, and I kind of want to rewatch *Fright Night* again, and I want to watch *Sleepaway Camp*, and I want to watch so like all of these other movies. It put me in that that mood of back when horror was scary but also fun or like coming down from just like the super gory stuff and still a little fun before it got to the point of like the mid 90s of just like eh i mean i guess there's some good horror in there (laughs) maybe i don't know before ramping it back up so it was like right there in that tail end of I, i i don't know like people who still enjoyed horror but wanted to have fun with it rather than just be scared by it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I recommend it for uh, for anyone who likes slashers and anyone who likes late 80s horror movies. And I recommend it for anyone who's looking for a double feature to pair Chucky, sorry, God. Child's Play. To pair Child's Play um, with Indian in the Cupboard in that order. <laughs> Got, gotta watch Child's Play first. That is awesome. <laughs> I love Indian in the Cupboard. 
I've seen that movie so many times. I loved the books. I don't. Rem- I know that I saw the movie, but I don't remember it. I I love the movie. It's great. I actually watched it with my kids last year sometime. I think um, they don't like it as much as I do. But well, show them Bride of. I think it's great. Bride, man, Shot, you're I'm all over. The place. <laughs> show them Bride of Frankenstein, and then. <clears throat> Show them Child's Play and then rewatch uh, Indian in the Cupboard and let me know how <laughs> well, how that let, let me know how long it takes them to go to sleep and then show them Nightmare on Elm Street and yeah. never sleep again. Just totally ruin them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah. Send them f- so far over the edge that they uh, come back around normal. They just rebound. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that idea. I, I well. No, I don't. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. Because, no, seriously, Chucky, Chucky, when I was a kid, he terrified the shit out of me. And so, it's, I don't know. It is one of those things where, like, I feel like if you're a kid, that's where it was. It would really, really be scary, but it's yeah. just super inappropriate for, for most kids, I think. Yeah, it, it is kids. a very weird audience of, as an adult, Chucky's not scary. Because, yeah, it's it's a doll. I still think he's he's still scarier than I thought. But, yeah, I mean... He's scary because of you know the the monster in your closet that no one believes you about. He's scary because there's a murderer in the house. Well, he's and... also scary because he can be the monster in your air ducts, well, <laughs> rather than and, the monster in your closet and the monster that you're putting into bed with your son. Yeah. So like he, he's scary, but when he was attacking people, I was like, that's it's not scary. Yeah, that part. Those are the that's the least scary thing about him. Again, that's where I'm like, I could just. I could take him. Yeah. And like that's that's so weird about the movie that where the horror works is not where Chucky is actually attacking people and where the comedy works is when Chucky is, is attacking, attacking people. people. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's it's kind of backwards but it works and I love it and uh I I totally recommend Child's Play. It's a lot yep, of fun. I do too. All right, Eric, where do you want people to find you? Um, on Twitter at the Chimerican, on Instagram at Chimerican Reviews. Um, my personal Twitter account is Eric J A Y Harris, and my Letterboxd account is Eric J A Y. Why? Is that like more than one Y at the end of it? No, it's just one Y. Okay. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at the Gargoyle Podcast, on Instagram at the Gargoyle Podcast, on Twitter at Gargoyle Podcast, and on Letterboxd at the Gargoyle. And if you enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes that we've been doing for the last couple of months, then make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Anchor Anchor.fm. Um, and if you have been enjoying these episodes, let us know. Let us know what you think. Leave some feedback. Leave some comments. Let us know what scares you and what movies you would put in a week devoted to your fear, along with what palate cleanser you would include at the end. Uh, and if you do enjoy horror movies, th- there's like hardly anything left for me to announce because we're almost to Halloween. But Frightening Ass Film Fest is currently happening. Uh, you can still go tomorrow and catch some amazing horror movies. Frightening Ass Film Fest is it, it's just always so much fun. Um, but that's that's been today, the 27th and uh, tomorrow, the 28th. And uh, Central Cinema in Knoxville still has some really awesome horror movies in their lineup. And even after Halloween, I'm sure they're still going to keep playing horror movies, just not uh, not exclusively. I'm positive they're going to add back in other kinds of movies into the rotation. But Central Cinema is absolutely amazing. So if you live anywhere near Knoxville or if you're driving through Knoxville, stop and support them because they are awesome. Um... Let's see, Knoxville Horror Film Fest is over, the Family Friendly Fright Night is over, the Bradley County Library is over, 
So yeah, like really the only things left to announce are just get together with friends and watch some horror movies and enjoy Halloween because Halloween is uh, wonderful and fun. It is. Yeah. The most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. That's that's what the song is about, right? Halloween? It is totally about Halloween. Okay, that's what I thought. I just want to be sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> that... I know there's some confusion there, but it's definitely about Halloween. Yes. It's about Christmaween. <laughs> combination Christmaween. of Christmas and Halloween. Is that what it is? I, <laughs> I don't not, know. I did not realize that's where you were going with that. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Alright. That's been it for this episode of the Gargoyle Podcast. I'm Nathan, a.k.a. The Gargoyle. And I'm Eric, a.k.a. The Chimerican. And remember, kids, uh, watch out for demon dolls. Because they'll stab you in the balls. <laughs> Didn't mean that for was, that, that to rhyme. That was a rhyme. <laughs> but uh, you know what? That's <laughs> like, a, like a terrible, terrible uh, serial killer version of Mother Goose. Oh, yeah. I like it. That's that's great. It's terrible. It was it was better than I expected. I was just like, yeah, cool demon doll, whatever. At least at least it rhymed. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of like children's things, we should probably announce what movie we're gonna watch tomorrow. Oh yeah, because we um, forgot to do that. Are we watching a movie tomorrow? We are watching a movie tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. So we've been alternating between movies that I haven't seen and Eric hasn't seen. Yep. The last two movies leading up to our 60-day retrospective where we talk about talking about horror movies are going to be horror movies that neither myself nor Eric has seen. So you get a double dose of what right do we have to talk about horror movies for the next couple episodes. And and next up is Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, Rosemary's Baby, which is almost as bad as The Exorcist. Like, that's a pretty big one, I feel like. (sighs) Especially for both of us to yeah, not have seen it. That's that's pretty embarrassing. Like it, it it's kind of like uh, the podcast still had a little bit of credibility with at least one <laughs> of us having seen The Exorcist. But it's like, wait, neither of you have seen Rosemary's Baby? Done. <laughs> podcast over. We're gonna get like twelve one star reviews <laughs> on iTunes or wherever. And it'll be literally every person who listens to this podcast. Yes. So, two of those are going to come from us? <laughs> we're going to give ourselves negative reviews? We're just... It's, we're just so... That's harsh, man. We're just so ashamed that we can't help but, like... That's, <laughs> we get self-destructive in our shame. We're, we're rating each other. Like, I'm disappointed in you. Like, how could you never have seen Rosemary's Baby? How could you never have seen Rosemary's Baby? One star. Zero stars. This, this is a terrible ending. I kind of love it. Well, I mean, all of our listeners quit anyway when they found out we didn't. We haven't seen Rosemary's Baby, so it's fine. I know, right? Yeah. So uh, come back tomorrow. Listen Please. to us both talk about babies and devils and stuff. Because we've not talked about that enough over the last couple of months. No, not at all, really. There haven't been hardly any movies about children being in danger or children dying or demons possessing things or yeah, people going crazy or. I like the way that Culture. I like the progression of the of these movies that we picked. They supply they surprisingly kind of relate to each other in some interesting ways. Yeah, pairing The Exorcist with Child's Play and then going into Rosemary's Baby, there's a weird kind of I don't know. There's it's just they just kind of work together in succession in some weird way. It, yeah, like they they definitely have an impact on uh, how we watch the movies. Yeah, we've been rambling on way too long. Yeah, this is the longest outro yet. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye.